0: The world is ever-changing, and sometimes we just need a helping hand. Hey, it's one more about the Rama. New apps here, new tech there. It's all very exciting. But it's nice to have something you can count on, like insurance from State Farm. ¿Tienes preguntas sobre tu seguro? Con State Farm puedes llamar a tu agente o conectar con ellos. Aprende más en es.statefarm.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Life is full of surprises. Some good, good some not so much. Hola, it's honey. Hola, it's Carolina. Y sabes que estar preparado para cualquier cosa es importante. Whether that's in our roles as mothers, wives, businesswomen, or podcasters. On our show Life in Spanglish, you know that being open to unexpected
1: turns has been an important part of our success. Pero, we can use some help. Oh yes, la buena ayuda is welcome. Y si pasa algo, tranquilitos. Isn't it good knowing that with a state farm agent you can worry less because someone will be personally invested in seeing. Safeguarding your goals.
0: Plus, they have the options to talk to a real person whenever a customer needs, especially when those unexpected turns come up. It's the personalized attention you can count on. Aprende mas
1: en es.statefarm.com. Como un buen vecino, State Farm está ahí. It's the Custard TV podcast brought to you by the custardtv.com. My name is Gary. Uh I have much more commitment to this podcast recently than Luke, the editor and runner of the podcast. He's actually in spain but gary
0: you're not on next week
1: ah well you, well yeah good point uh that other voice that you just heard was Matt in the north Hello,
0: uh
1: Matt has once again uh moved
0: uh yeah.
1: for the well, is that the, ninth, the, ninth the ninth time the this year second time. second time like exaggeration <laughs> and uh and apparently all things have gone well.
0: Uh, you found all the t v remotes and everything, and well, yeah, I'm still waiting for my uh new shiny box from the company uh run by Richard Branson right
1: which I don't have his phone number by the way. I can't get you here oh. so sorry
0: he, if he yeah, he listens though doesn't he Well, of so. course yeah. and gary you're you're in a different location yeah, as
1: well Luke's in Spain, I'm in Bournemouth. You can tell which oh. one of the uh, members of the yeah. podcast uh, pays better uh to be fair though, he's only here for a long weekend, I'm here for a week, so uh, I'm sacrificing my holiday for the uh, for the podcast. Yeah. It's a shame that Luke can't, but there you go. Do
0: so they not have computers in Spain? I think he was more concerned
1: about the Wi-Fi in the hotel, wasn't he, or something? Hmm. So surely he could be on. He could be. Don't, well, don't say that, because he might ring any second, you know, and go... Yeah and ruin it for us. Gary and Matt. The
0: time that you spend here is probably the best investment you can make in yourself. Talking telly. Oh, yeah,
1: that's the stuff.
0: On the Custard TV podcast.
1: Uh, This is episode 137 of your favourite TV podcast. Others are not available. Um, And as I say, you can uh, download this from iTunes and you can follow us on Twitter, which we'll do you later, but uh, please go to thecustardtv.com. We give you news, I go west reviews and previews, and of course we look, uh, review. Sorry, and we look at the pick of the week. The news first of all: uh, Channel Five have signed up to show Up Late with Rylan. No, it's not a sex box alternative. It's actually a new four nightly um, chat show that's going to start in May. Now, the last sort of um, week daily chat show that we had in this country was the Jack Doherty Show. Uh, which was the launch show for Channel 5 many, many years ago. Um, Ryland, it, 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 will you watch this? I mean, it's, you know, the Americans obviously love their daily chat shows at
0: night, but uh, yeah. what do you think? We don't have daily things, though, do we? We have. I think because we've got more of a focus on, like, the weekends. So you have... Yeah. Your job. John Frost and Graham Norton and Alan Carr are all around the weekend, aren't they? Yeah, they're
1: all on Fridays and Saturdays. So it'll be interesting to see how this does. I mean, it'll be on the quality of the guests. So, there's no doubt Ryland is sort of entertaining and funny, but it'll be about... Oh, yeah, how he's sort, sort of entertaining. Well, you know what I mean? He's not... He's watchable, but he's not... <laughs> I was going to say he's no Bruce Forsyth, but then that's, that's no real... Bruce Forsyth, still alive. The biggest news, really, from the weekend is the announcement of the new Doctor Who companion. If you were watching the football, it was half at half time. More entertaining than Alan Shearer and his uh, tactics truck uh, was the announcement that Pearl Mackey is the new Doctor mm-hmm. Who companion. A little clip of the next series was shown of her complaining about a Dalek and uh, the fact that the Plunger wasn't really that scary.
0: Gary, are you upset that this isn't a man? No,
1: I'm not upset. I'm I'm I'm
0: fine with it. I mean, she looks uh, she looks okay. A friend of mine who's a big Doctor Who fan, and you'll remember this companion the first time around, is that the clip she saw reminded her of Ace.
1: Yeah, well... No, Ace was very different. Ace was set up as as as, as the... You know, not like any other companion. Pearl reminds me of the last couple of
0: companions, really. I think she's meant to be a bit more streetwise and a little less dopey. Yeah, looking. She looks almost like the same... Tone as Catherine Tate brought to it? Sort of A little bit, I suppose. Um, now, Pearl Mackey's fairly unknown. Uh, she's certainly
1: not known in the Doctor Who universe. She's never been in it before. Has she ever but done she anything before? She's been in Doctors. Huh? She has
0: been in Doctors. I was going to say, she's been in. Well, that, that doesn't really. Mean. That was the only TV credit she has, is in Doctors, so she'll only be in shows with Doctor in the title somewhere. So, what will be her next show? Um, Doctor. Doctor Quillard. Yeah, maybe. Negotiations between uh, the BBC and Love Productions, who produce The Bake Off, have sort of been at a bit of a standstill. I think they're contracted to one more series, which is the one airing later this year. Right. So there's a bit of, I don't know if they're asking for more money now, or if we're in a similar situation with The Voice, as, you know, they lost The Voice eventually to ITV. But I can't see I can see BBC trying to hang on to this more because yeah. this is their biggest rated program. I, ever. I also
1: don't think you could imagine the Bake Off on any other
0: channel other than the BBC. So, no. well, they tried it, didn't they? Food Glorious Food was the. Uh, well, yeah, so. but
1: I mean, even if ITV outbid them, I don't. I don't know that people. Well, the, I imagine people would watch, but I don't imagine ITV would be able to.
0: And I don't think they get Mary Berry because she's nope. not contested to... Or, or, or Mel and Sue, although I suppose, I don't know, they've worked for Channel 4 before, so... Mel and Sue, Mike. Maybe. Or maybe one or not the other.
1: Well, yeah. Mel and Sue with just Sue. Um, the BAFTA Craft Awards were announced recently. Um, Matt will take you through the winners in a moment, but these are the uh like like in the Oscars when you have the uh digital photography yeah. uh, awards that they don't show are off screen these are those awards
0: basically the behind the scenes awards yes um, so writing production design costumes title sequences directing uh Shane Meadows who uh, did The Whole of This Is England saga uh got best director factual factual fiction even mm-hmm. for um This Is England 90 Uh, The team behind the Murder Detectives, uh, which we all enjoyed very much, they won directing in a factual. The Writing Awards uh, went to Sharon Horgan and Rob Delaney for Catastrophe and also to uh, Russell T Davies for Cucumber, that's the drama one. Another of our favourites, Humans, won the Digital Creativity Award and Michaela Cole, who um, was uh, in Chewing Gum, wrote Chewing Gum and also more recently in uh, The Aliens on, on E4, won the Breakthrough Award and gave quite a sort of impassioned speech about, you know, if you if you want your stories told, then write them down. It, it's an interesting award show and one that probably isn't given as much yeah publicity, but then it's a lot of people that, like TV nerds like us outside of that circle, won't have heard of, won't know who Shane Meadows and Russell T Davies and people like that are.
1: Yep. Good to see that they get the credit that they so richly deserve. Yeah, it's been a it's been a it's been a good year for television. So I suppose it's going to be a good year in awards as well, isn't it? So that's the news. The reviews, uh, including the uh, finale, stunning finale of Line of Duty coming up, uh, and of course the end of Scott and Bailey. Uh, but first, uh, Gary, can you go west? Yes, certainly
0: I can, Gary. Play the music. Westeros.
1: Gary goes Westeros. Yeah, Gary goes Westeros.
0: And, and Luke, there, if you play the um, yeah Game of Thrones music, Game of Thrones theme tune, please. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: week that was sort of, you know, on my television radar for the US, was uh, the return of Series 6 of Game of Thrones, uh, which proceeded to break Sky Atlantic's viewership records. It was simulcast at 2 or 3 in the morning with the Americans, and then you can uh, obviously get home and watch it at uh, 9 o'clock on Sky Atlantic. Well, you could have
0: watched it any time
1: after that. Well, that's right. That's how I did it. I actually woke up early Friday, Monday morning and watched it. This first episode has been described as a little disappointing, but... uh, I think it's more a set-the-scene episode. If you're a yeah. fan, you know that the first well, I couple think of ones the, are like that. The,
0: certainly one in ten of each series are set up and you know yeah. where everyone is at the start and the end of the season.
1: Isn't it? The, the the kind of major... I I won't go for too many. There's not to be spoilers if it's been shown, but Jon Snow is dead. There really was no end to that to I speculation. Think. But his body has not been burnt, and he's still technically in the show. He must be getting a nice acting credit for lying there, mm. Uh, mm. old Kit Harrington. They ended the Dornish plot... Uh, a little bit by surprisingly killing off Prince Doran and Ario Hotep.
0: Your favourite, uh, Luther's wife
1: as well. Yeah, Luther's uh, l- uh, l- yeah. The big news at the end, really, or the kind of big, big reveal, is that Melisandre is actually a very old woman. Hmm. Uh, she took off her necklace, which is allegedly her glamour, although she has been seen before without the necklace, and revealed herself to be a 400-year-old woman, which has caused a lot of controversy and speculation about who she actually is book people are speculating she could be any number of old characters, because, of course, there's a massive history in Game of Thrones. I think, overall, I was okay with this episode. There was good scenes, there was enough fighting and, and controversy and, like and stuff, and there was bit, enough
0: setup. I um, like the bits with uh, Brienne of Tarth and yeah. Sons and all that.
1: Although, as someone like, did point out, what happened to the Hounds? She killed five men, one got away with the Hounds. Seems a bit weird. Hopefully that will be explained in the next episode.
0: The, the, well, someone needs to go back to the person, don't they, and go... Well, that's right,
1: know. yeah, go, go back to Ramsay Bolton and say... And then he'll be fed to those same said wolves. And I think the best line of the programme was Ramsay Bolton when he found out that his girlfriend had been thrown from the castle roof. And after delivering a lovely eulogy about it, I said, ah, just chuck her to the dogs.
0: It's one of those shows where <laughs> there's so many... And I, I suppose, in a way, it's like a lot of the other eights. Like The Wire, for example... You know, you yeah. had so many in that, so it was hard to focus on one person for two long. And, and
1: I think that's the hard thing is that they've got so many different plot lines and everything that you know. Even next week's episode, the previews for that suggest that we're getting more characters back, like Bran and some of the Greyjoys, and you know, you, you, you're going to get lots of plot lines, and then it's all going to be the next sort of six, seven episodes, then all coming together and mm. you know, interacting.
0: So I think that's why I find it hard to watch one ep one after the other. If you know, what I mean, that's why I often do. Two or three at a Yeah, time. fair enough. don't know if I'll, cut, like, I'll keep going with this series at, you know, episode by episode pace. Um, you might sort of save two or three up and have a uh, Yeah, That's fair
1: enough. That's fair enough.
0: Well, we've got to start, haven't um, we, with Line of Duty? We have, really. Uh... Yeah. A brilliant. Uh, we didn't talk about episode five last week because it aired after we'd um, we'd recorded. So, um, but I think we should just plow on. into well, I, think, I think I think we can say about episode five them, is yeah. that Lindsay Denton uh, sadly perished at the end. That well, the most interesting thing is that we called that ending the. Uh, the week before, I'm still debating whether that was me or a collective, but I will accept well, collective. I, I will accept well, the collective. If you go back, I went back and listened to okay, it. Okay, good research here. Good. And um, I said, "What if Lindsay Denton finds out that he's the caddy?" Yeah. And then you said, "And then he kills her." So it was a. Gr- it was a. Okay, wait. so what? So we agreed, Luke had nothing to do with it. No. Fine, no yeah, no. that's good. Yeah, yeah. It was just me knew That's uh, fine. And he said something like, "Oh, I would hate that." Or yeah, well. We'll find out his feelings he when he returns. It was so good and that she got that text message to Ted Hastings about... The yeah, that, that was
1: solved very quickly. One of the key things from episode five was who did she send the text to? And they, they resolved that pretty early on in episode mm. six, that it went to the, the head of AC-12. Oh well,
0: no, it, it said that on the, te- on the screen. Oh, did it? Oh, I didn't spot that. I didn't spot that. I just, saw, I just saw that she sent the text. I didn't spot who it went to. Vicky McClure, the Kate character, when she went to to say, you know, I want to investigate fellow Agents yes. 12 officers, and you thought, oh, it's going to be um, Steve, yes, because, you know, there's this suspicion. But instead, it, you knew in your heart of hearts that it was Dot that she was looking into, yeah. and she wasn't uh, sure about, um, no, I think everyone was a bit iffy about Ted Hastings, but they sorted that out pretty quickly, didn't Yeah.
1: They? This episode was done in an hour and a half. They did a 90-minute special. Um, and even then, I felt like I could have watched another 90 minutes and not been too bothered it's by
0: it. Amazing! How gripping the show is. Yeah, when did it, almost like half of that was in the same interview room. Yes, there even were two big interviews: one by
1: the three AC12 officers against DS Arnett, and then uh, the two DS, the DS Fleming and, 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 uh, and uh, Hastings, uh, Hastings uh, interviewing interviewing uh, Dot Cotton. And it was interesting that the action sequences came right
0: at the end of the episode, mm. the last 15 minutes. Well, at the beginning, I suppose at the beginning and at the end, the yeah. rest Steve by dots after, you know, he set him up. And, for and there's the... no
1: way as a first episode that would have worked. But what, what you got really was just, the, good, the you know, Jed's writing is, is, I really want to reveal everything to you. you know, and the use of the way that they do evidence in these investigations, mm. you know, the way in which they, they show you everything is very, good, very yeah.
0: clever. You know, category in your packs, you will see. Yeah, and that—that
1: that is how showing. I'm sure investigations like that are. Am right. now showing. But it means we see everything. Yeah. There's no, there's no surprises at the end that we don't know about. There's no like unexplained.
0: So Jed has to must have to write very methodically, yeah. to, to do that. Well, we should say, shouldn't we, that there is an interview with Jed on thecastertv.com at the moment. Yes. Uh, talking about the series and everything like that. And And there was news released today that Series 4 will start filming in August this year. Well, we knew that Series 4 was going to follow hot on the heels because it was announced at the same time as Series 3. That's right, but... I thought, yeah, I had a feeling that this would end on a cliffhanger with Doc. getting... And when Doc got away the first time in that car, you thought, oh, that's the end of it. I actually thought
1: maybe because you saw a guy in a helmet, I wondered whether he would get away, but then uh, Vicky McClure shot him. I thought maybe the next series would be who was the man who was saving
0: him. You know, what was the next yeah.
1: people around? Well, him.
0: that's what it is, isn't it? Who's this network? Where? How far does it go up and stuff like that? You know. Yeah. How- and, I, and I suppose we should say,
1: you know, after sort of like, you know, it's like it was an hour and a half. There was after about an hour of deep interview and lots of, you know, sort of, um, you know, it, it, explanation and everything. It really just kicked off when Dot um, had half written a text. Um, and uh, in the in the interview, as it was starting to slowly go against him, he just pressed send, and then one of the armed guards turned, shot the other, and got him I out of there. Quick. And Kate
0: must have been knackered. Well, she said she was, wasn't she? So yeah, but then she said oh, I'm knackered, and then they started up again, and she was like jumping around, you know, getting on bridges, shooting off bridges. Yeah. But I loved everything about this. It was perfectly paced, and yeah. and I think. One of the sort of unsung heroes is um, Adrian Dunbar. And, yeah, because uh, Ted Hastings is could be just like the normal boss character, but he's so like he's like it's such an honourable man. Yeah, and I, and I, I think, think
1: I think that's what this whole episode shows you that at the end of the day, the honourable man yeah. will win out. You know, he he was try- he was he was tempted by the uh, police police crime commissioner. He was you know he can't deny it. it,
0: it the, the the beautifully named Jill Bigelow indeed.
1: Uh, and and he had had his. You know, he bought into the cotton, D.I. Cotton's, you know, b- rubbish, you know, he bought into that, yeah. you know, and he even put him up for the commendation, and I think that's why he went after him so aggressively, because he himself had believed it all, you know, and he, he
0: started to believe it all against D.S. Arnett, so... Um, I think that's why he did it. And what do you think of the way, and I know they've ended both series like this before, the way they sort of ended with, like... Well, like, I, I did remember that
1: they'd ended the series like that before, and I quite like it, because it's got an almost kind of documentary-type feel to it. You know, that's how a lot of good documentaries end. You know, I remember Making a Murderer ends with kind of like where all those people are now, They're after finished recording the show. So... And the O.J. Simpson one ended like that as well, you know, with a kind of a
0: catch-up. So I quite like that. And I almost feel like... The, it's the line of duty at his heart is almost like a love story between Steve and Kate. Yeah. They always talk sort of about that relationship. Yeah. I didn't need to see her win a commendation medal, but it was an okay, you
1: know, sort of epilogue. Um, you know, a, a nice a nice turnaround around. You know, actually, the good person won it, not him. I mean, yeah. there, there was also a point where it looked very much like he might get away with it in the interviews because he was pretty much batting back everything, wasn't he? He was. Mm. It was something
0: that she he said to her, wasn't it, that
1: got him? Well, that's right. He let his guard down, and and when he said you've been in my house, that was the key moment. I think he realised that once that the investigation had turned on him, and and he was actually the infest You know, he knew there were things in his house that were incriminating. What's interesting is, you know, we we still don't know for sure who he was texting, saying I'm done, and you know it's done, and so am yeah. I we assume it was to do with the uh, child uh, pornography ring. Not pornography. Sorry, the child uh, investigation ring that they sprung, but
0: uh, we don't but, know but that. You think that. Well, there was a big thing made about the picture of Jimmy Savile. Oh yes, uh, that was the key thing in Channel in, in episode five, wasn't it? The fact that when they were investigating
1: the police chief from years ago, they showed a picture of him Fairbank, next to uh, Fairbank. That's Patrick it, Patrick Fairbank. Fairbank. Um, they they showed a picture of him with Jimmy Savile, and I. Do you know what? I think, well done, BBC. It wasn't on the screen for very long, and they never named him. They said a certain, you know, a celebrity, and the guy said, you know. They mentioned Newtree as well, didn't they? They did. And I think I think that just adds a very good air of
0: realism to what's going yeah, on. I, you know, it's not burying our head in the sand. All the stuff with the, the, the child sex abuse and stuff, that was handled so, so well. Yeah. And researched well. And it never felt like they were it never felt tawdry it never felt like they tawdry. were using it to be shocking. it felt like it felt realistic. praise must go to uh Jonas Armstrong as well for playing uh, such a you know the yeah. victim of the abuse Joe I think is is Joe the character I'm not sure that was I'm not sure, but I'll accept your
1: I think you've got more yeah. of a chance to
0: get it right uh, now. who was one of the boys alongside um yeah. Danny Waldron. Oh, uh, good. I just think all of his scenes have just been. And he must, you know, they must have spent time talking to abuse victims and
1: things like that. Yeah, there uh, would be
0: that that hope. Neil Morrissey as well seems to be the only person who's got away with generally being a bit of a...
1: Well, again, it was, you know, but again, that that, that whole bit, again, was very clever, you know, that you thought they were going to sort of convince...
0: We started our company, Girls Who Do Interiors, before we even graduated design school. And we turned to Chase for Business to build along with us. They had everything from banking to payment acceptance to credit cards all in one place. And with the Chase Mobile app, our business is wherever we are. It's made for business owners who build to inspire. Learn more at chaseforbusiness.com. Make more of what's yours.
1: Real customers compensated. Chase Mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member of the IC. Craig Parkinson, but Craig Parkinson, active, I have to say, I mean, as much as we hate the character, Craig Parkinson, with the yeah, tour so, in this I episode. I mean, all
0: of, them are, all of them are excellent. Yeah, and I, there's not a weak link. I think they need to introduce like a Basta for ensemble cast because I can't That'd see that would be a good idea. Separating one performance. Yeah. I mean, in the last, se- last two series, you've had that, you know, Lenny James and Keeley Horse have been that character and everyone else is sort of Yeah, the
1: protagonist, as it were.
0: around them. But this time, it was, it was mainly about the AC-12 characters. We thought at the beginning it would be about, you know, the Daniel, Danny Waldron. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, film that's film just and And, like, none of those characters were in it past like You know, you thought that Arsha Ali and and Liam Best and those would be... Around, you yeah. You know, those four, four characters that they had in, in the press photos were yeah, those four and characters. and yet none of them made the end of the none series. Of certainly the last two episodes. That's right. Um, it, you know, it,
1: it, it will be in my top shows of the year, I'm sure. Okay. I'm sure yours as well, so... Have you told your friends about this podcast? Okay, here we go.
0: No, it's just not my idea of a good time. Tell them now. That's what the people want to hear.
1: This is the Custard TV
0: podcast. Good. The last drop from thecustardtv.com. Should we talk uh, more crime drama? Scott and Bailey uh, finished it. Can I? Can uh, I just <laughs> say that in my
1: review of Scott and Bailey that the uh, the uh, Manchester Transport Police are lo- a lot quicker to their scenes than the armed police.
0: <laughs> uh, in line
1: of duty. Uh, so uh, well done to the Ma- Manchester Transport Police who respond very yeah. very quickly to a phone call.
0: There's certain parallels in that there's in this uh, in the subplot of Scott and Bailey. Yes. Uh, with Janet's daughter, in that again, it's sort of dealing with sort of child, not sexy beauty but you know um, like yeah. safeguarding issues and things like that. Yeah. And Janet's daughter Taisy, um, her boyfriend was sending her pictures, all those pictures of him on her phone. Um, but because he was 15 and she's 16 you know she basically breaking the law. Yeah. It's very interesting that story and also of course we had the dark net didn't we the uh... Well that's right. I think that's
1: what initially drew me into this series was the idea yeah. of they were using the the, the dark net internet.
0: I I watched the final episode
1: about an hour ago. Um so it's it's, mm. it's very fresh in my mind. I don't know how long it will stay there. I think overall okay although I watched this because you and Luke you know, asked if I would, and I enjoyed the story arc, I don't feel as if the third episode helped me that much because now it started to really go back on. I mean, there was obviously a lot of stuff saying that the Janet character was very much the straight lace by the book example.
0: Yeah, well, or more, more so that I think what they were saying... She was
1: more corruptible and more off the off the radar in this episode. You know, she did things more...
0: I don't think, I, don't I mean, they've, they've both done sort of dodgy things in the past. Oh, okay. not, neither of them have been, like, whiter than white, I would say. I mean, Janet had a an affair with a co-worker that sort of ended her marriage. Oh, OK. Rachel's certainly been the one who's, who's sort of been more off the, off the boil and sort of had more of the story arc, her character sort of almost settled down now and is about to have a kid and things like that.
1: But Janet, they, they wrapped up the criminal element of the story quite well. I think yeah. if I was a Scott and Bailey fan,
0: I would think, is that it? If you listen to Luke's interview with um, Lee Warburton, the writer, he did say that they'd written it as an ending, but then they also said that about the last series. He said that they yeah. could, there was a sense of finality there. But there was he, he did say that um, he would like Sally Wainwright to come back and do some more, so whether she will or not... Um, yeah. She, cause it was her, her, she wrote it to begin with, and then Amelia Bullmore, who um, it was uh, the boss in the rest of the series, wasn't in this Yes, that's right. Talked series. about, but not in it. And also, um, I should mention, because you'd only seen half of the second episode last week, that they killed off um, yeah. one you know, the, of the long-serving characters, Mitch, who was sort of one of the background players, really. Yeah. Um, one of the male cops who don't really get a look in. But and, and I think, still... again, you've you definitely got that
1: strong female uh, opinion because, you know, there was the scenes, again, you know, where they were saying, you know, I uh, in the toilet where Janet was saying, you know, I didn't blaze a trail all these years trying mm. to get my foot in the door to let you two mess it up, I just, which I, I just
0: thought, just thought was good. Was really well done. Yeah, and I like, there was even a scene at the end of the Series 2 where they were sort of toasting Mitch and um, Pete, the sort of poorly... Yes. Popper said to him, Rachel, "Don't be a." Uh, yeah, and I think I, I think I, you know, and he was. Yeah, I
1: think at the beginning of this episode there was that tension when he was like, yeah. "Oh, you know, how quickly you've forgotten. You know, he's been dead, not even dead, and you know, you're already moving on, and you're not going to let us all go." And I did wonder whether the episode was going to focus more on the internal struggle, but it mm-hmm. moved very quickly, and we got the, the you know the ending of.
0: I think that's the what's right people being good. captured. I don't know, I Again, felt like you could have got four, maybe even five episodes out of this maybe series. Maybe not as much aligned as Line of but they do have that sense of realism in the interview scenes. Oh, I absolutely. Think. And I think
1: even, always well, see... even more so because they talk about Discovery, which if you watch mm. 24 Hours in Police Custody, you know this is idea that what you have to show the people that you've got. And there was very much more, oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll hold on to the hoodie, you know, I'll hold that off in Discovery to see what he does. And and the wonderful way in which they had the two of them cross each other in the in in the sort of the waiting area, and she said, "I want to see if they react." You know, that's very realistic. You know, that is something that you know you would see in
0: real life policing. Would you go back and watch some of the old ones? It's on the list. I I have to say, it's on the list. The first couple of series, it was very much on their personal lives as well as their professional lives. The last series focused a lot more on the cases. There was a case where. Like, um, they thought a toddler was a bit... Not even a toddler. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember you saying you wanted to... Pre- yeah. So, yeah, that's um, Scott and, indeed, Bailey um, off our screens for the moment. Uh, shall we talk... Uh, I know Luke is going to uh, have a go if we don't talk about Louis through. Yeah. Do that.
1: I found this to be very, very hard-watching again.
0: Mm. Louis through
1: uh, followed around an alcohol assessment Drinking unit at King's College Hospital, Indian? which is across the Drinking road. To oblivion, wasn't it, Gary? What, sorry? Drinking to oblivion. Drinking to oblivion. oblivion. Yes, yeah, sorry, it was the name of the show. And he followed around some people, like he does, like he's done in number of shows. follow the personal lives and you know visit the houses of, of several people that use the. Uh, uh, these aren't just y- y- your everyday got drunk, you know, and bash your head. These are people who deal with extreme problems with alcohol and drink to excess. You know, they drink multiple amounts. And this is recorded at King's College Hospital, which is across the road from where I've worked. And actually, um, I knew one of the people. What One of the... Uh, Yes. Um, Yeah. Um, The guy who had the very large stomach and was there with his...
0: South African man? That,
1: no, 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 no. There was there was there was four people really that he followed. The young, were,
0: not the young lad.
1: Yeah. No. There, there was five. So they were right. There was five people that he followed. Let's go through them. So you're right. There was the South African with his um, uh, European wife who had had just a recent bereavement. Wasn't his dad died, um, and therefore you know he'd started drinking again because of that and and, and had several problems. Uh, there was the uh, French woman. Um, who was a long-time drunk, quite happy with the fact that she drinks two, three cans of strong cider a day.
0: People know, I work at the post office, and you often see, you know, certain members of society come in for, you know, the benefits and stuff yeah. like that. It's sort of people that I, I see on a regular basis, and you see relationships, you know, couples like that, you know, just constantly having to go at each other. Yeah,
1: yeah. then we had um, a young guy, Joe, as you say, who probably was the most traumatic uh, Storyline because this is the guy that, that that Louis went. He
0: was the most. I suppose you could say he was the most normal. He was the yeah. one that you, you know if you saw him down the street, you would think you wouldn't know well, that married. He, he was, he, he was, yeah, he was very normal. He, he was, blend. He blended in with just the, the others. Background. They had the, like the stagger, the sort of glazed yeah. look in their eye, and things like that. Whereas Joe, you know, there was that scene with Louis Theroux where they were singing guys and dolls. Yeah. And he did
1: go to his house, and he looked like he was on the road to recovery. And then, in a separate episode, you know, he he turned up at the hospital again, and then discharged himself.
0: That was great, where they had the whole—well, not great, but it was really good TV, where the camera followed yeah. him out. Yeah. He would go and get a bottle of vodka, and and then he ended up with like a bottle of. And I know, Perrier. and I know
1: exactly the shot where he went to get that bottle as well. That's just quite, uh, quite. You bright. know the shot. I know, have I know you, the shot. I know the off license down there that he have would you have gone
0: bought. Have you bought anything from that shot before, Gary? Not
1: Perrier. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not
0: you no, know, have you bought like a you know a kit cat and a uh, word search? Possibly a kit
1: cat, a word search and a copy of the Daily Mirror, I don't know. I
0: am gonna leave now.
1: Well I would wait for the doctor. No, I I, I think I'm gonna leave. I'd
0: you can stay come with
1: me if you like.
0: I would stay, Joe, I really would. I just wanna go and get a bottle of vodka.
1: What makes you think you'd like to do that? I like the sensation as it goes down my throat and I want to experience that for one last time.
0: That's why I'm leaving.
1: The fourth person was the person that I know, which was a gentleman who'd been drinking for a long time and had quite a large extended belly because of the fact that his liver wasn't processing any of the alcohol. I actually worked with his long-time girlfriend. Uh, for a long time, I worked with her for about six years. I can't remember that if i if I'm honest, he I was can't remember. um well you would have remember, he was the one that pulled up his top and you could see he had a, for his frame he had a massive belly um, Yes
0: it sort of rings about yeah but... and, and um and I've met him twice
1: because I worked with his his partner uh mm. and um I didn't know he was an alcoholic uh, okay cause I met him sort of six seven years ago, so uh, I had no idea, and when I saw her, I was kind of going. You know when you know someone, but they're not close friends. It's a former colleague. I'm like, and I watched, I rewound it, went, that's definitely her. Um, Mm. And sent a text to a mutual friend and said, is that her on telly? And got several texts back saying, yes, it is. And, you know, we've talked about our love of Louis through and the way he does programs. You know, Mm. you feel like he gets very invested in their lives, but doesn't get too intrusive. The questions he asks are quite, are quite, Mm. uh,
0: quite well, he's he sort of does stand back, doesn't he? We yeah. said this. He's our way in, and he's the observer. He doesn't get involved. Although, again, that story with Joe and the the just the bit where he hugged, you know, yeah. hugged him, and that was so touching. I think it's just very very poignant. I think if Luke was on, it's a shame he's not in this week. Yeah, he he it really affected him. I know, and he he probably would have a lot more to say on it. I I, uh, I, I think then stuff. No, I, no one I, does
1: this better than him. I don't. I don't think there's a filmmaker out there that. Gets the people that well.
0: And he's doing another couple, isn't he, in the UK? This is sort of a... Yeah, there's another one coming up theory. soon, and then... I think there's three all in all, oh, is there? There? Oh, that's good. Uh, we'll end with... Uh, I say comedies. Uh, well, flowers. Which... Well, Flowers. Well, I haven't have... watched
1: this, so I can't say whether it's...
0: Fun. Um, this was sort of a... I don't know if it was like an attempt to do Arrested Development or something. I don't know. It was a family full of, like, eccentric... Like artists, and and they all lived in the countryside. The main couple played by um, Olivia Coleman and is it Julian Barrett.
1: Yes, Julian Barrett from uh, the uh, Mighty Boosh.
0: Um, and they were this couple. They sort of had a free relationship, but neither were really happy. He was a um, like a children's uh, author or something, and it was just it's just a bizarre. I mean, I've watched two. It's. Just, I don't even know how to. There was like one or two moments that made me laugh. Olivia Coleman's quite good. Um, Georgina Campbell, who we loved in Murder by My Boyfriend, seems to be making some odd choices now. I. I she was in um, After Hours, okay, the yeah. Sky One um, Riverboat Radio Station comedy thing with Blake Harrison, which kind of tripped, and now this. And I think it feels to me like she doesn't want to be defined as the girl in that sort of abuse drama. Yeah. Uh, I do she was all right in this actually. She played like the object of of the affection of the twin Olivia Coleman and Julian Barrett had like uh, grown up twins. Uh the ma- the uh, male was played by Daniel Rigby from the BT Adverts, I can't remember who played the the female. Um and they were both in love with the Georgina Campbell character. Um it's sort of a little bit of a uh, triangle there. Yeah, I, I it was just I don't know, it... It's certainly not something that I probably won't carry on past Act 2. Right. Not my
1: recommendation.
0: I don't know if there's people who are hooked by this. Um, I think the general consensus is that Olivia Coleman is very good in it, but, you know, you don't want to spend time with these people. Yeah. They're all I, I
1: haven't seen much of this. I'm, I'm only surprised that, really, this is uh, sort of the new venture for Channel 4 to show something like this over a number of nights. Mm. they done occasionally, drama and stuff, but never sort of... a, a yeah, it does, comedy.
0: something they just wanted to get rid of quickly. Yeah,
1: yeah, before... Yeah, the that sounds, starting, yeah,
0: before, the, before the next set of schedules, so, yes. Yeah, the next comedy is The Windsors, which starts... Next, you know, oh, that's the,
1: right, yes, the, the one by, by the guy that wrote Star Stories.
0: Yeah, um, uh, so, uh, finally, uh, Witless, which is a new BBC... Not the first BBC3 online comedy, I've been told off on Twitter. i
1: wanted to really sort of say that. but I mean, I think you handled it very well.
0: That was Flat TV, apparently. Yeah. Um, but this is a sitcom, uh, stars uh, Kerry Howard, who we loved in Him and Her, and also Zoe Boyle, as flatmates who uh, witness a shooting after going to witness protection. Uh, basically, it's that the Zoe Boyle character has been trying to sort of Distance herself from the Kerry Howard character. They're sort of like an odd couple relationship. Yeah, she was about so to sort of, out step, of a, yeah.
1: a shared house. Just
0: yeah, and it's sort of a step backwards now for her that she's having to share again, and they're on, you know, they on the run, fearing for their lives and stuff like that. I'm really interested, Gary, in what you thought of this. It's, this, it's one of those. This things. was hit and miss. I mm. the problem. Like, the problem with Kerry Howard is she's
1: Russell Howard's sister, and I can't quite get used to that. <laughs> um, it's kind of weird yeah, that,
0: The plot doesn't necessitate that you have to go no, but
1: it. I know it now And now I can't stop knowing it I thought the best characters actually Were the two wannabe gangsters
0: uh,
1: Yeah uh, and, 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 you know, they're, they're sort oh, of You know
0: who the, the best performer in this was? Go on John Inverdale
1: Oh, yeah, now you prefaced my watching of this With the John Inverdale witness protection And that is quality That is yeah. great stuff
0: your guide to witness protection. I just think that was that was the best. Uh, I can only
1: hope that they carry that on to episode two, because mm-hmm. I do think that yeah. was a shining light. There were sort of good little performances and good little gags here and there, yeah. but then some of the other stuff didn't quite... I
0: think the, the actresses have good chemistry. I yeah. think that's
1: the crucial thing here. And, yeah. and I suppose what we should say is that they, even though they've been relocated to, uh, to Swindon, away from Bristol it ends up that the guy that did the killing, they end up being in his house in a house party. One of them left their phone or their, their wallet there with their Boots Advantage card, which I thought was a nice gag. Yeah. So they, in the next episode, they've got to go back and get it and risk meeting him.
0: They basically aren't doing well at being in witness protection, no. even, though, even though they're watching those videos with John Inverdale. Well, we assume they are. You never actually see them watch them. So, no. uh,
1: overall, though, for a comedy, it made me laugh. And let's, okay. let's face it, you know, there are a couple of times where I did laugh. So let's face it, that's not bad.
0: Um, I'm never sure with you, Gary. What? Never sure which way you're going to no, go I mean,
1: on. No, and I must admit, you know, I wasn't really sure what to make of it. Uh, I suppose as well we should mention that it's going to be on BBC One tonight. After t- after 11, I think, or after 10,
0: mm.
1: I think. It's getting, it's getting a BBC. Well,
0: after 11 is also after 10. Well, I know, I know, but you know what I mean.
1: So, but it's getting a repeat on BBC One, which I hope people will watch. And, and is it like 10.35? Think like that, yeah, after the news or something. And it might not be tonight; it might be tomorrow night, but um, it's, getting, it's getting a repeat, so let's see what people say. I will watch episode two. Okay. There you are. Oh, I suppose I ought to say, this, this probably should have gone in Gary Goes West, but I finished Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt series two. It gets better. I think I mentioned that um, because it's sort of a second series, everyone was sort of thinking, how is it going to be, you know, how is it going to work out? Because most of the stuff was resolved. It turns out it wasn't. Uh, and you've got a lovely cliffhanger for series three where it turns out that Kimmy is still married to the priest that locked her up for five years. or years. OK, so. Uh, and she didn't even know she was married to him. So uh, that's the, the going to be the, the good thing for Series 3.
0: No, actually, again, it's a shame Luke hasn't been on, because he actually got me to watch an episode of The Island. I'm not sure if you're aware oh, of it. Oh, yeah. What happened was, in uh, the last episode, a few of the campers went off for sort of a recce mission in the forest and decided to climb over the cliffs rather than oh, right. um, go what around. Break a, a bone or something, per- I heard. The episode ended... You saw, like, the doctor who led the expedition was guiding um, the others round, and the last to go was this young lad called Paddy, and he just slipped right down into the sea, just fell, dropped, like, vertically. Um, I'm assuming he's okay, otherwise... This, he's okay now, yeah. It's a very
1: bleak way to end the episode.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. No, no, he's, he's fine, um... I think the the doctor got to him in time, and it's all it's all great. This was
1: discussed in our lunchroom at work, but I wasn't really paying that much attention because I haven't was seen it?
0: not not around the water cooler. Uh, the, it, the
1: water cooler is in the kitchen, and we have lunch in the lunchroom. It's very uh, you know, there's there's a big distance between those two things. Uh, yeah, that is pretty much the end of this episode. You can follow us all on Twitter. You can follow Luke if you want to. He's in Spain. I wouldn't bother. At Luke Custard TV. You can follow me at the Gary Show. Don't expect much this week. I'm on holiday. You know, not me usual. And you can follow Matt at MattTVBytes again. I never really tweet anything at the best of times. <laughs> Follow us on Facebook. Search the Custard TV. Give us a like. Uh, post your don't comments. Don't to read
0: the Jed Mercurio interview on the website. Yeah, don't forget that. Uh, you can uh,
1: leave us a nice review on iTunes. You know you want to. Five stars. Don't worry about it. There.
0: Five stars. No one star. Yeah, five
1: star. Apparently, if you leave a five star review, Luke might pay you some money. Allegedly. And then you bet his wings or yeah, something. Yeah, allegedly. Like that. Good night and goodbye.
0: Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. <laughs>